bam, we're live. Someone called into the live call-in show today and said, hey, uh, I'm a street parking member, but because of your show, I also signed up for an affiliate. Wow. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. I mean, thank you. That's awesome. Brian Friend, J.R. Howell, Taylor Self, owe you guys a big apology. Uh, I'll be running the back end today. Brian, what do you think you're doing? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? You know what I mean. That caterpillar on your upper lip, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to be like Taylor. (laughs) That thing is crazy. Looks good. Kenneth, hi. Corbano, hi. Jeremy, world, hi. Bruce Wayne, hi. Kenneth, the lap, hi. Elisa Carr-Riddow, hi. Jessica Valencia. Do you know this girl's a master's athlete? Did you know that, JR? No. (laughs) Makes me feel better. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Said hot. Said hot. This guy's from one of those countries that ends in Stan. Turk, Turkmenistan or something. Said hot Kalkan. It's a fucking strong name. Isn't that? That's about as strong as it gets. Said hot. There's a, uh, there's a new, a new baby in my gym and his name is Roman Ferrucci. I think that's pretty strong. Yeah, that's good. Roman Ferrucci. Said hot. Uh, TJ, I'd love to hear what it sounds like uh, when that guy's mom yells at him. Serhat. She fucking, he gets hit with a stick. Patrick Clark, about to board the plane. Entertain me, always. It's too bad. I hope you're going to be able to contribute and save the show like you always do. Corey Pulido, exciting. Hey, Corey and his parents have sent care packages to Caleb Beaver. He's on my program. Wherever he, he is? Yeah, Corey. SMTP. Uh, Chase Bryan, hi. You guys, the Zealous Games is going to be Saturday and Sunday. We are running. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Kurdistan. Kurdistan. Glad to have you, brother. Um, uh, Jamie Latimer. Oh, maybe she's the one who is the games athlete. Do you know her? Maybe I got Valencia and Jamie Latimer all fucked up. Or she's a, she's a, a master's athlete. High level, like maybe 22nd in the world in Masters or something for whatever age division she's in. I looked it up today. Did you just make her Eastern European? Latimer? I think it's just Latimer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right or wrong, it's hilarious. I feel a little better, but today's workout just about kicked my ass. Okay. Uh, Vindicate in the house for all your gear. Sevon podcast gear. Two bins of Sevon gear on pallet. Headed to Charlotte tomorrow. Oh, that's cool. My competition. Uh, When is your competition? Not this weekend. Next weekend. Oh, okay. Um, you weren't for sure, were you? Me? Sevon. I had no fucking idea. <laughs> 35 to 30. I get all my news from... T- you get. You guys are like... You guys don't tell me when any of your shit is. So I don't know. Or maybe you do, and I'm just like... I need it like constantly beat into my brain. Hey, have you uh, ever asked Chandler Smith to come on? I have. Oh, and he says no? Yeah, but but so cool. <laughs> So cool. Like, Hey, I don't think, you know, my, my grandmother doesn't like swearing and I, I just don't, I just don't think it's right at this time. And I'm, I mean, it's, it's like the nicest no of all time. It's, it's not even a, I still, I, fl- I feel flattered that he answers me. You know what good, I mean? He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, uh, Zealous game Saturday and Sunday. We are trying something pretty wild. I'm pretty excited. Uh, we went over some of the gear today when Matthew Souza, the executive producer of the seven podcast was at my house and, uh, all of us will be participating in the coverage of it. Uh, we're going to use this exact same format when we go to the show and you watch the show, the broadcast. It'll look like this. 
but instead of it being this card, it'll be the event and we'll be l- the little pinheads on the side uh, talking. We have an all-star cast of the Montley crew of them all. Everyone's scheduled. Brian Spin from the Barbell Spin, Tyler Watkins from the Fantasy Fitness League, John Young from just ha- the Haterade camp, <clears throat> uh, Taylor Self, J.R. Howell, I know I'm forgetting something. Uh, Mike Halpin, the guy who just talks in numbers. He doesn't use the alphabet. He just uses the uh, uh, numerical system. Uh, myself, uh, we w- would have Andrew and Caleb Beaver will be running the back end. Uh, Matt Sousa will be down on the floor talking to the athletes. Brian Friend will help commentate from the venue. And Andrew Hiller will be the head referee. How did we get into this mess? The head referee. Head referee. And it, here's here it is, dude. There's this guy who works for CrossFit Inc. named Drake, and he is the head judge for the Rogue Invitational. And he's going there to to be to, to work as a judge, but really I think he's there for quality control. God. Do you think do you think uh do you it's think any awesome. of these judges are are hoping Hiller falls on his face? I hope he falls on his face. The ratings would be amazing. I think this dude Drake is like I can learn from anyone in any situation. So I want to come help. Okay, cool. That's good. I, I I hope. I just hope. The thing is, if Hiller does fall on his face, he'll lean into it. He'll grab some dirt and rub it on himself. He's so good. I don't think he will, but I think I think they're. I mean, gosh, he's so polarizing. I think he's going to crush it, but I think a lot of people are watching in anticipation. Um, uh, Heidi Seven, why aren't you going there? I do not leave the Three Plane Brothers uh, compound. Patrick well. Clark, Drake's a good, great dude. Sometimes you do. If Gavin Newsom gets reelected, did he? Are you staying in California? Would you ever he, move? He did. I don't know if I'd move. I don't know. I went to Costco for the first time in 20 years. It was enough for me. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. I went there a couple weeks ago. It was crazy. I hate going there. It's was Costco around 20 years ago? Yeah. Um, their stuff is so cheap. I can't believe it. But the people there... What was it like 20 years it's, ago? It's all obesity. It's just fucking packed. It's so packed. Do you have I a craving? Do you have a craving for some of those Siete cassava flour chips, tortilla chips? I, I wanted to buy that like that $5,200 bottle of whiskey they had in the glass case. Whoa, what? Yeah. They got some weird stuff there. It's like, really? Did someone buy this here? I like their leg. I took my kids there with my dad, took my kids there, and I tagged along, and they got Legos. You can get a college degree there. Have you, have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Sorry, never mind. I have, I have. Tell me, tell me, it's, I want to hear it. It's in the movie. He's like, oh, I got my Costco degree there. The guy, uh, and how Fuddruckers morphs into buttfuckers over like the, it's one of my wow. favorite movies. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> none, of that se- none of that seems like a stretch. The only thing I remember is that people can't figure out why the plants aren't growing. Because they're watering the crops with Gatorade. With, with Brondo? It's what yeah. the plants crave, man. Electrolytes. Yeah. It has electrolytes. <laughs> Good movie. costco obesity. Uh, Four workouts. Uh, there are going to be some interesting things here. I think uh, Tyler Watkins' uh, Z-score system is going to be put to the utmost challenge and maybe even exposed of where it can and can't be used. Those are one, That's some of the topics we'll be talking about today. We'll be looking at each individual workout. I've asked the boys not to tear the workouts up and to be um, just look at them for how the athletes are going to perform and, and keep it positive at, since we're you know trying to promote the event. And then afterwards, we'll bend Jared over and hammer him uh, few days after the event 
but this show is going to be basically talking about the workouts, what the stimulus is, what athletes we think are going to do well, what kind of athletes, what kind of bodies, it, um, uh, who we, maybe we even get into some podium picks, although Brian uh, pretty much uh, killed that a couple days ago. Hello, gentlemen. Brian, can I ask you a question? Yep. Do you like to fuck, fuck, fuck? Oh, you don't want me to talk to you like that? Do you know that song? UTFO? Rap music from back in the day. Can I ask you a question? Que- no? Okay. Nope. Sorry. Someone does. Someone in the comments knows. Okay. I, I don't I don't know the field, the men's field. Is there someone who you have as like a pretty clear front runner? Or should I oh. not ask that? <clears throat> uh, I think we can probably talk about it as we go. All right. Wait. Fair enough. Hey, I don't have that up here, and I'm all alone here. So someone oh, – Where do you – Shit, that's not good. Uh, I, no, you haven't. You so haven't. go into the you search haven't. history. I sent you an email with it yesterday. Damn, you're good. Uh, is it – it's in a spreadsheet? Yeah. Uh, a live, live athlete, not podcast schedule? That's, yeah, that should be it. Okay. Uh, can I pull that up and show everything that's on there? Well, uh, or you could go to the article that we used yesterday. Or uh, the and, other where, day. and where is that article? If you search uh, Brian Friend Bar Bend on my author's page, it should be the last one that I published. Bar Bend Brian Friend author's page. Is, is Colton going to be there in person? Competing, you mean? Yeah. Oh, you really don't know the field at all. No, he's no. not. Okay. Uh, it says four impressive performances that flew under the radar. That's your last one, CrossFit. No, <laughs> oh my God. I'll send it. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. I want you to know that when when the barbend thing popped up, will you ex- uh, like usually I block notifications, but since you worked there, I accepted them with a smile on my face. It's like, yeah, love to get notifications from barbend. Uh, barbend is the new home for Brian Friend. And Patrick Clark, formerly with the Morning Chalk Up. Now, if you want to see their work, you go over to Barbend. They are building a robust uh, catalog of uh, up-to-date news in the CrossFit community. It's a pretty big site. They got a ton of stuff on there. I'd love to see the CrossFit stuff get a little more love. You um, should have uh, gotten an email or be getting one in a moment. Okay. Did you Did you really still haven't gotten your Instagram back? <laughs> formerly crossfit crash what are you talking about oh yeah that little guy yeah that's crazy you you haven't gotten it back still waiting yeah fuck them dude fuck instagram what did you post he posted a nudie and they were like no he can't have that um posted some of our heroes that we're doing workouts for this week of veterans day and that's about it i have a theory because they they did it to me when on my account when i first opened it and I yeah, was like, I think I'm an addict, and that's why they shut me down for a second. Yeah, because I was sending a lot of messages to like people who are just jumping on my program. They're like, "Oh, you sent too many messages. We think you're a bot." And I think Jr. is just on full goblin mode in his DMs. Like he DMs like hours a day. <laughs> Wait a second, can you send a DM to everyone at once in your in your who follows you or you follow? You is could that what probably you no, no, no. I was like oh. going to different accounts, and I don't know. I okay. think it's an activity thing. Who knows? Um, uh, these are the women. Take a quick look. Uh, Brittany Weiss, Andrea Nessler, Devin Kim, the list goes on. We'll per- period- periodically come back to this. The men, James Sprague, Tudor Magda, Peter Mason, uh, Matt, Mike McDonald. Wow. Mike McDonald's going to be there. That's wow, awesome. Brian. 
uh, Matt DeLugos. And uh, let's dig right in to uh, workout number one. Two workouts on Saturday, two workouts on Sunday, 12 men, 12 women. Uh, by the way, uh, I'm supposed to make sure that you guys all know that you should be registering for this event. I don't know how you do that, but <laughs> someone, someone will put a link in the <laughs> – Someone put a link in the oh chat God. chat over there. Hey, I'm, I'm I'm useless. I'm just a fucking mouth. Jr. Do you think these are enough workouts to give away this much money? I guess the open kind of does it. Wow, good question. It's kind of a backhanded compliment. Well, it's well, yeah, I guess it is. Well, it's just yeah. I mean, f- they're giving away a fuckload of money, which is cool. Are you talking up for the online competition or in person? About both. Yeah, I mean, I think this is it, it is something very similar in feel to the open where you're briefed on a workout right before you do it. You have minimal time to warm up and you do that twice for two days. So it's pretty cool in that respect. Um, I think a lot of these athletes are going just because they're really pumped about being in this kind of atmosphere to do it in Vegas. I think the money is just kind of a plus. And it's a unique opportunity. You know, there aren't that many opportunities, especially to only compete in a heat of four, you know, three other people at a time to be broadcast on a live, a live stream. So, you know, Mm -hmm. this is a, probably one of the better opportunities for some of these athletes will ever have to have the spotlight most closely on them. And, and I think, uh, um, uh, I think a lot of people are also going to be watching to see the uh, debut of my new affiliate commercials. I think that's what a large, most of them probably are going to yes. watch. To do that. Yeah. Uh, workout one. Why 1.1? 1. 1? Why not just one? I don't know. You you got me stumped. I think it's maybe just, I I think it maybe is just like a homage to the open 20.1, 21.1, 22.1. But wouldn't it be, is this the first in-person iteration of Zalos games? Correct. So maybe that's it. Zalos games one workout one. No, it's the second iteration. And I believe last year that it was just 0.1, 0.2. They didn't do it in person last year, did they? No, but they were, I think I'm I'm checking this now. I think that that's how he did it. At least it shows up that way in is a Google search you can find them. I think yeah. last year the workouts were 0.1, 0.2, etc. Okay. Cool. Here we go. Uh 3-minute AMRAP as many rounds as possible. Uh 2618 on the Echo Bike 14. In this particular case it's actually reps, as many reps as possible. As many reps as possible. Thank you. Uh, 2618 on the uh, Echo Bike 14 dumbbell box stepovers. I guess that means you're, you're holding the dumbbells in your hands. Correct. And max ring muscle ups. I'm impressed I knew what RMU was. Uh, in, in three it minutes. It's concerning that you didn't know what DB was. <laughs> in three minutes, rest one minute. The same thing for three minutes, rest one minute, uh, four minutes. Uh, d- do people how do you tack this workout do people game this or just in case anyone's not listening stuff do you want to tell them the weights and the box heights at the bottom there yeah thank you uh dumbbell weights 50 for the boys 35 for the girls box height 24 inch for the men 20 inch for the women excellent yeah to answer your question i think there are some people that are go about it a little different ways taylor could maybe give some insight of how he would attack it as someone who is good on all three 
movements and really good at ring muscle ups. Like, do you want to just be hurting really bad when you get to the rings? Because that gives you more time. And over the course of the three rounds, if you have more time, you know, you could win. Or are you someone who knows that if you're blown up, your grip, your breathing, when you get to the rings, that you're not going to be able to do a whole lot of work when you get there. And I think like a lot of interval style workouts, it's not about round one. It's not about round two. But that third round that has an extra minute of work, I think that's really, really, really valuable in this workout. And, and just to clarify, I got a question. So the winner is whoever has the the most ring muscle-ups. Correct. From all three rounds. You add them together. Okay. Go ahead, Taylor. Well, how I would attack it? Yeah. Um, I think maybe to JR's point on a work like on a workout like this, to me, I don't think getting to the rings super early is as important as getting up to the rings for a big chunk. Um, I personally think that once you come down from the rings, especially in a short AMRAP like this, your rest is going to be way it's, you're probably going to be forced into a longer rest than you want to waste in a three minute AMRAP. Um, so I don't think to me, I would try to get the bike done. I wouldn't try to get the bike done in a minute and I would go straight to the dumbbell step overs. And I think the dumbbell step overs will probably take 40 ish seconds, maybe, maybe a little faster. Um, and I think my goal would try to be between 15, mm, probably between 15 and I don't know, maybe 18 muscle ups in the first interval. I, I definitely, I definitely could do 11 to 12 unbroken and then probably a quick rest and then time's really running down. And then I would just try to get a few more. Um, I think, I think for me personally, it's probably more of a grip workout than anything else. I don't, I think with a minute of rest, I recover pretty well. I also recover pretty well um, from like machines on the ring muscle ups. So I think it's more of a grip thing. I think I'd probably be looking at a minute on the echo bike, 40 seconds on the step overs, and then try to get 15 to 18 muscle ups round one, probably 15 ish round two. Um, and then I would hope for 20 on, on the fourth. How many did you say in the first round? How many muscle ups? 15 to 18. So 15, 15, 20. Um, you guys are going to tear me up for this. Why is it, why is it a, a grip? Why is it grip? It, aren't they, aren't they going to be in the false grip? And then, and then as they kick no, at the bottom slip out? No, not false grip. They'll, they'll, they'll have grips on. Yeah. They'll have a regular grip and just from the dumbbell step overs. I think a lot of guys will get the bike will crush them. Some guys will try to go out a bit hot on the bike. Um, other people will probably go too slow and not give themselves enough time. Um, but I think more than anything, the bike is, the bike is just there to fatigue you, um, and to make you push pretty hard. But I, I recover pretty well on dumbbell step overs. Like I can get my heart rate down, especially with fifties and same thing on muscle ups. Like I don't, I wouldn't say I'm recovering on muscle ups, but muscle ups aren't going to blow me up unless I'm going for a true max set. Not enough to where I couldn't recover in a minute. Taylor or JR, what do you guys think about uh, intentionally breaking the stepovers? Maybe like 10, put them down for mm. two seconds, pick them back up just to get the grip ready for the muscle-ups. I think you're either someone like Taylor who's like, there's no way I do that, or you're someone that's doing it for round one. <clears throat> Need because, to do it, yeah. because Because they know that they're going to be limited by grip endurance more than anything else. Let me throw this out there real quick. This is a 12-minute workout. What, how many muscle-ups uh, can uh, you do in 12 minutes? Can you do 50 muscle-ups in, in 12 minutes, Taylor? What's, it, what's 10 minutes of work? <laughs> 10 minutes of total work. Right. 
Uh, He's just asking in general, but I mean, seven, <laughs> two years ago in the open, there was a workout that had 40 muscle-ups and 80 uh, calories rowing, was it, and 120 wall balls. And I mean, people were finishing that entire workout in like eight minutes, I think. Or maybe it was 10 minutes. 10, 10 12, 10 minutes. Well, either way, under under 12 minutes. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure can do 50 in 12 minutes. I think more, I think more than anything, it's how can you do big sets and get quick reps um, without coming down and wasting a lot of time? I mean, you think about this when you're forced into a break on ring muscle ups, you're not jumping down for a couple seconds, then hopping right back up. You're coming down. You're probably fucking sitting on your heels, grabbing chalk. The rings are swinging everywhere. Um, so I really think the workout is more about getting to the rings with the ability to do a big set out front. And if you can get a big set out front, then anything after that is kind of like icing on the cake, but people who get to the rings and are doing like a set of five and a set of six, they're not going to be the ones who are winning this workout. Yeah. And you know, who can get to the third interval and take advantage of the fact that they're not gassed when some of the other guys maybe in their heats or in previous heats or in heats following them are going to get to that third round and think they have juice and then they don't have anything left. I'd imagine that you can use grips on the dumbbells, Jamie, but I personally just hook grip. I think hook grip still is gives me better grip endurance than than trying to fuck with the grips, especially in a workout that fast. I mean, it's a pretty cool workout too because there's a lot of there's a lot of places that you can that you can game the workout and suit your abilities. I mean, I think on the show with uh, Hiller and Brian the other night, um, someone from Zalos commented that there'll be athletes that get the cows done in thirty seconds. Ah, that's fucking, I think that's stupid. So, I mean, if you have people that are going to attack it that way and they're going to maybe rest for 10 seconds to do seven step overs, break, do seven step overs and then go to the rings. I mean, maybe you'll have people come out of the gate super hot. Uh, yeah. The, you know, the other thing is that it's the, the nature of this particular competition is uh, there's three heats of four and someone's going first in that workout. Now we've set it up so that each of the four, three groups get to go first once, second once, and third once. But if have you're in to the go third, first, not get to go first, right? Have to go first. <laughs> yeah. Have to go first. Hey, maybe you want to, maybe you want to set the tone. But uh, in this particular case, if you go in the last heat, you'll, you'll have an idea of, you know, what you need to hit. And if, if you're close in the, you know, going, or feel like you have it in the last interval, you may see people, make a, a, a change of plan based on what they know they have to do. I agree. I also think that with this field, particularly there's a higher chance of someone in heat one, just being really good at muscle ups and, and putting up a score that no one else can beat. I, I, I feel like there are a lot of outliers, maybe not outliers, but it doesn't seem to me like it's a relative, like it's a very close together field. Like you would see at the games where the people in the last heat really do benefit from seeing someone going first. Like I think there are going to be people in the last heat, who see someone do a score that they know they can't really touch. Um, I also think personally, especially with a three minute time domain, you shouldn't approach a workout where you plan on taking rest. You're the rest is in it's built in. You get a minute of rest. So I think if any athletes are watching this, you should, you need to approach the workout in whatever way keeps you moving the entire three minutes and allows you to build an intensity throughout the three minutes. You are guaranteed rest you can't bank on rest in your three minute window. If you do, then you're pushing too hard somewhere and not utilizing that energy somewhere else. And Brian, have you seen like floor plans? Like, will the in-person competition, oh. you know, will it be laid out where there'll be five feet They've, in between uh, the rings and the box and all that stuff? Oh yeah. 
They have uh, the Zalus Games has already put out floor plans for every workout, I think, and also the standards and floor layouts for all those workouts. Um, I think they're on their Instagram. But we, I mean, yeah, I've seen those. Uh, but Taylor, because of the Z score, it's not just the top score that's necessarily necessarily being chased. If you're a person who thinks in your mind, I think thirty to thirty-five ring muscle-ups is realistic for me, and you see that there's a bunch of guys aggregating towards the top of that or the bottom of that. Then coming, you might say like, man, like I know if I got to get 30 and if I get anything above that, it's pushing me past half the field. Like that, that could matter too. Staying towards the middle in the Z score is good. If you, if you're not winning it. Yeah. I'm trying to pull up. Uh... So just doing it in your head, Taylor, do you think, do you think 50 plus wins it? Or do you think multiple people will be over 50? I'm um, looking at the workout right now. I just have to stare at it. Um, I think <clears throat> if you go 15, 15, 20, there's your 50. That's do 50. You, do you think a lot of people are going to be capable of that? I think I, man, Brian, do you have any information about the test athlete? I know Mitch tested like most of them right before he jumped in last minute to compete. Do you know what he got on that? I'm sure well, he doesn't want, that, I'm sure uh, he doesn't want everyone knowing, but no, but this, um, I did, I think Mitch tested two of the workouts is what Jared had uh, had told me after we did that show the other day. And he did the demo videos for all of the workouts. I'm not sure if he did this one or not. I do know that it was tested. And actually, I tested it along with uh, a buddy of mine at the gym. We didn't do the RX version of the workouts, but we were testing for, uh, right, is it RX or Elite? Whatever the second division is, we were just trying to test some stuff out for that. And everyone had a similar experience. You know, Maybe the reps would change, but basically to what Taylor was talking about, where the least the least the number of ring muscle-ups were accumulated in round two. So, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, you'd start up high, you'd have a little regression, and then with that extra minute, you would push back to either where you were in round one or slightly beyond it. And that was uniform across the board with the three people that I know who tested it. Jeremy, how many muscle-ups did you get? Well, hold on. He's Never mind. He's competing. He signed up. I can ask him. Did you guys form a coup or something? What happened here? Dude, I don't know. He's rebooting his You guys just booted him off? Yeah, we what? fucking mutinied him, dude. We walked his <laughs> ass off the plank. I just got I back actually from thought his... he. I thought he just moved himself off the screen on purpose <laughs> to try a different setting. <laughs> but then when you know we were talking about something that he definitely could have pulled pulled up a graphic, and I was like, oh, no, yeah, I just walked in from uh, driving back from his house actually, and saw it was just you guys, and saw his thing, so his stream was down, and I was like, oh shit. I said you guys were geeking out over equipment there earlier today. Yes, yeah, I got a bunch of goodies. So what do we? You guys are just finished up the talk of the first the first workout. We're talking about like how many reps we think wins it, and I think that probably the more I think about it, more than likely athletes are going to need to jump up and knock out a big set, and they're probably not going to have a ton of time to come down rest and even jump back up and get another set. So I think fifty probably wins it. I think any. mm, Yeah. You know, it's interesting too. Like I think over fifty wins it. Well, we often, you know, we often talk about ring muscle up workouts when they're for reps. Should we have a different number for men or women? Obviously, we've already uh, scaled the echo bike calories. Given that, and that the box stepovers are probably a little bit easier with the thirty fives on the twenty. How close do you think the women get to the men on this? Uh, on the muscle ups, I don't think. Yeah, it's I mean, all that matters for the score. Well, if fifty is winning for the men, what do you think is winning for the women? I'm looking at the field right now. I've got to pull the women's field up to even. I would say like seven to eight less. Take a stab at that. So someone getting over 40 would be a 45, 40 to 45 is going to be up there. Do we know, do, 
do we have a list of women that are going to be competing? Who's the best in the field at muscle ups for the women, Brian? Um, I'll tell you the women. Uh, mm, Alex Kazan, maybe Alexis Johnson should probably do well on those. Nistler. Uh, I don't think but, any women are getting over forty. Susa, do you have the? Um, yeah, let me see. I think it's in that email you sent me the other day, right? We were using the article. I thought it was the best place to. That's right. Pull it up. Yeah, and this workout too. I mean, it's 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 really well programmed in the way that you are pushing the pace. So anyone that thinks they're just going to cruise the bike is going to have like thirty seconds on the rings, and it's going to be terrible. So they're they're being forced to bike hard, which is cool. And then who can rest a three, two, one, and pick the dumbbells right up and do their fourteen at a good cadence? You know, you think about like some of the really big guys, the tall guys like Tola and Matt DeLugos that are going to be there. You would think something like the box stepovers and the bike are going to be a huge advantage in a competition with a one rep max snatch, essentially. But the ring muscle ups are there to kind of equalize, which I think is good. It's a really well programmed workout in that way. I also think that speed of muscle ups are going to matter. I mean, it, it comes down to a few reps. This reminds me of that last chance qualifier workout with the bar muscle ups and the thrusters, where there were ties at reps and one rep was the difference, you know, between potentially qualifying or not. I think, I don't know. I, I Sola don't looked pretty, looked pretty smooth on the rings and some of those clips that she was posting on Instagram that you guys pulled up, Brian, maybe she's the best in the field at them. Her or Alexis. Or, I mean, I, th- I yeah, I think Gazan and Nistler will do well on this too, though. I think Taylor's right. And that's why I said it, you know, it could matter being the last heat if you know if you go out there and set 42 and you know that you know and i come up right behind you knowing i have to beat 42 there's a little bit of incentive if i'm close yeah i think women probably are i don't i don't think any women go over 38 and i think the guy who wins it'll go over 50 look at Devon matosian down there you're back wow what happened did the Fadal internet in the whole house went out? Did your did your Faraday cage fall off? <laughs> I I actually tried to lo- I used my I tried to hotspot my phone and log in to see if I paid my bill to my bank account. <laughs> That's honestly what I ran and did. You you fixed it pretty quickly. Thank you, thank you. Oh, uh, what did I miss? What did I miss? Did we? Did we? Are we still? Are we? Are we on workout one? Who can update me? Should you guys just keep talking and Jeff Baco update me in the comments? <laughs> we finished yeah, talking about this workout for the most part. Uh, kind of we're honing in on numbers that we expected might win it. Taylor thinks upper thirties to low forties is going to be the upper end for the women, but some of the men will be pushing past fifty. Did you? Oh, did you answer my question? What, what you were going? You were going to make fun of me? Something about an open workout, max muscle ups in how many minutes or something? What? What was that? You asked if I could do fifty muscle ups in twelve minutes. Yeah, and that would just mean I did uh, five a minute. Right. No, four a minute, five a minute. Yeah, between four and five a minute. So yes, no problem. <laughs> what, what What is the most you could do in in, in twelve minutes? Uh, I feel like I could probably come close to ninety. Okay. Okay. I think a hundred's probably outside the realm of possibilities. That'd be like nine a minute. But I know I can hold Imam eight for. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I could come close to hundred. I know I can do a ten minute Imam of eight. Um. So twelve minutes. I could do ninety six. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if I can do twelve minutes at eight. Ten. How long does start. it take to do fifteen muscle ups? Forty five seconds on the fast end. 
Okay, so if you said it was going to be one minute to do the uh, um, echo bike, yep, forty seconds to do the the box. Yep. let's give them twenty seconds for transition. So that means it gives you one minute left. Do people stay on for that entire minute? I mm, I think people come down. I really think an unbroken set for the best people at muscle ups in this field is going to be between fifteen and eighteen on the first interval, and that's why I think that puts me there and then you have like a at least for me when i'm thinking what i could do unbroken after the bike and the dumbbell step overs is probably between 15 and 18 and then you've got like 10 to 15 seconds to maybe get one more so what does someone have to do go ahead brian go ahead no i, I think that in some variation if people have a minute worth of time you're going to see them do two sets a big set whatever that is for them some amount of rest and then however many reps they they can squeeze into the last set and what do you have to do to stand out in this workout? Stand out? Stand or, out. Or yeah, that, well, the thing that Taylor said at the beginning of, of this whole conversation is really important. Like, you have to understand what's realistic for you. You, if you. you can screw it up on the bike and really cut yourself short in terms of potential. So you have to set it up for yourself so that you can maximize the first round of muscle-ups, do what you can in the second round, and then just go for broke in the last round. It's the first round, though. I think you can make the mistake that can that can ruin your whole workout. Yeah, you know, there's an old saying in any workout with a machine. They say, you know, whoever's the first one off the machine is going to end up doing the worst <laughs> in the workout. But in in a in a workout like this, with only four people in your heat and three heats, someone's got to get off the bike first. And I think that's something good to watch from the beginning. Watch the first interval. Who's the first person off the bike, or who's the person that does the 26 cows in 30 seconds? By the end, how do they look? in the workout comparatively to the person that wins. Uh, what about DeLugos? Uh, any concerns about his feet hitting the ground on this one? <laughs> it's his home, it's his home floor, right? Yeah. You think it's at, it's at camp Rhino, right? Maybe they'll make him practice with, uh, figuring out a way to miss. So his feet don't hit. Is that what you're saying, Taylor? Yeah. I was just talking shit. Like, I think they'll probably raise the rings for him. Okay. Uh, were you guys over looking at the athletes to see who you think is going to be the standouts? Uh, we hadn't done that necessarily. See, well, we talked see, about the women, I guess. Yeah, pull, pull the men up. Who was the woman that you guys thought would be the, the, the beast on this? Sola, and I agree with JR. I, I mentioned that I thought Alex Kazan may also do well on this one. And, you know, you, you look at people like Alexis Johnson, you know, she's been with Misfit for forever. You know, she's done crazy amounts of fan bike sprints. Um, someone like Andrea Nistler, super powerful. It may end up being more about the bike for the female than the males. I think that probably will be the case as far as time on the rings go. Fair. Can we bring the man up? How are, how are Nistler's uh, ring muscle-ups? I mean, they're pretty good. I'd say, you know, she's not going to give away very much on the rings. Scroll down, scroll, keep scrolling. I think I remember watching her do the last open workout and I'm sorry, the, um, the last quarterfinals workout for teams, you know, the ascending thruster and the ascending uh, type of pull-up that ended with the ring muscle-ups. And I don't think that she went unbroken on that. That was 12 at the end, correct? You probably know better than us. You probably walked, took some teams through those workouts. I think uh, Dennis is going to win this. <laughs> I do. He's got the right body for it. Are you going to pick him on every workout? Yes. Because he has the right body for it? Yes. 
<laughs> All right. Tell I don't know. I can't, I can't make any judgments on this field. I don't tell, know enough about them. Tell me, tell, tell Taylor, would you like to take a break and get a cup of coffee? Uh, um, <laughs> um, who, who's, who's going to beat Dennis? Tell me that. Is it? I mean, well, I, think I don't several, think Dennis is. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in the top. He's just not fit enough. I think several people will beat Dennis on this workout, but I do think it's challenging to pick the winner. Something that's not not everyone maybe knows about Tolomar Aquino is that his gymnastics are really good. But I think that fitness is going to matter on this. And when he hasn't done an individual competition th- this year. So I'm not entirely sure where his fitness is for an execution on a workout like this. The good thing for him is that in team competitions, there's a lot of work and work to rest stuff. So three minutes work, one minute rest, maybe something that they practice in a team environment. If he's able to just maintain uh, his heart rate and get to the rings, he can do as big a sets as some of the smaller guys. And with being a bigger guy who can do muscle-ups like that, you know, he may end up doing well in this workout. I think uh, just to – I will say this. I think a lot of athletes do work rest intervals, um, at least the good ones do. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I want to look at Tudor just because he qualified for the games, but I don't know enough about his muscle-ups or his fitness right now, to be honest. Uh, Rich Froning did uh, 100 in 13 minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, good, good little bit of info there. Will this workout affect someone, affect the event as severely as we were talking about the snatch workout might? Meaning, is there someone who's really good, but that the that the muscle ups are going to just put put a massive hole in their game, expose them? I th- I think this one has the potential to do that on the other side, like. There'll be yes. some really good scores, but I think there's going to be a huge grouping of scores. Like maybe six of the men are between 40 and 43 reps somewhere. And if you're on the bottom side of that, that's where you get hurt on this workout. Meaning you think that there's going to be a gap. There's going to be a group at the top and then there's going to be a gap. And then there's going to be these other dudes. Yeah. There's so, going to be no you know, middle we'll class. Just say for example, if Matt DeLugos finishes in the bottom half or bottom third of this workout, even though it might not look egregious on the scorecard as a snatch, that's 50 pounds heavier than, the third place person or fourth place person uh, being on the bottom side of that big group in the middle in this workout can still cost you a lot of points. Who, who's the gymnast in this group? Is there a gymnast in this group? Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, JR. Oh, no, I was just going to say, that's just, that opens up a, a good conversation about Z score in general with a competition of four workouts. So you have something like a snatch ladder and of course, you know, someone like Tola is coming. So can someone like him separate from the field by 20, 25, 30 pounds? Possibly. So he takes 100 points and then the second place person maybe takes 78. Are, other th- are the other three workouts programmed in a way that the same amount of separation can be had comparatively to the field? That would be an amazing indicator with how good the programming is, is if all the workouts spread, if you were able to gain a huge advantage on the field. Now, that's really dependent upon who's there, though. Yeah. So we, so, so we so we know Tola is there. Okay, well, then it may just end up making it look as though, oh, well, yeah, Z-score screwed up the competition because he was able to gain so many points on the field. But in these other workouts, everyone was so close. Well, that just means that there wasn't an outlier on these other three workouts to separate mm-hmm. from the field. I don't see someone – It. To me, <clears throat> to me, out of these athletes, I don't see anyone there that is 
good at ring muscle ups to the degree that Tola is good at snatching, in Dude, my yeah. opinion. Yeah, on and he, can we see all the athletes? Uh, and that's uh, I agree with that completely, Taylor. And that's why I said if you're one of the guys who thinks you can contend for first or second over the course of the four workouts, you can't afford to be in the bottom half of this one. Just being in the middle of the pack is fine here because you're not going to give away tons of points. But once you get to that bottom third, you might, you might only be scoring 20 to 30 points relative to a hundred. And that, that, you know, can you climb back from that? Yeah, and in the same respect, you know, James Sprague may be looking at that chipper and saying, I can beat everyone in this field by three minutes. And I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. beat every and I'm gonna beat everyone by three minutes so that I can get that same point differential. And that's that's the really cool thing about Z score is it it incentivizes taking risk, but it 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 leaves you no other choice but to try anyway. And it's and especially in a format like this where there's only four workouts, so a couple of them are pretty short, we will see people go for it and we'll probably see some really impressive times here. And then, of course, we'll have two weeks to find out if anyone can beat them online. Can these people read you? There's going to be people who get fucking smacked by the online competitors. <laughs> maybe. I mean, short, maybe. Short but straps, a little quick echo bike. You know, you got that bike that counts a little bit faster than all the other they ones. They have a, well, yeah. They do. Have I got one like that in my gym. <laughs> you have an echo bike that counts faster than the other one? It's my but personal what, echo what, bike. Okay. Go ahead. I guess Brian. what I'm saying is that, you know, Tola would was going to do fine in the snatch against the field online or in person. And Sprague is going to do great against the field on that last workout either way. Anyway, like these might've been some of the best scores. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got an echo. My personal echo bike counts faster than everyone at the gym. And I know that cause I was doing a workout with a friend of mine and I got off the bike like 30 seconds faster. And it wasn't a, it wasn't like, okay, I shouldn't be good on the bike compared to this person, but it was like not by 30 seconds and not at this amount of calories. It was crazy. And so I started keeping an eye on it when we programmed bike workouts at our gym and everyone who got on my bike was like, they, they would always be like near the top. So it was the opposite of the center judge. At it's older. Rose. Yeah. It's the opposite. It's older. It's just an older bike, I think. And I, I don't know why it counts faster, but um, uh, what about, uh, Christine, uh, Colin Brander, we had her on the show level 10 gymnast. Does that play a role in this? Christine Colenbrander. Yeah, she may, she may do well on this workout as well. Women gymnasts never touch rings though. In gymnastics. She did have, <laughs> she was also a pole vaulter. She was also a pole vaulter. Strong. She, was crushing, she was crushing that legless rope climb workout until she hit the wall that one year too. All right. Uh, any, anyone going to, any, anyone going to get just fully exposed? Do you think, are we going to see people just standing around in the, in the third round, three muscle ups? I think for sure. Yeah. I, I do. I think so. All right. Uh, should we go to workout number two? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, same day, uh, workout number two will happen. I think that everything at uh, zealous games moves fast. I think they go through all the competitors. They do event one, and I don't think that there's downtime, right? Is there one hour between the events? If that. Maybe one. one yeah. Uh, uh, and, we, and then workout two will come. Uh, this one is for time. Five, seven, nine, power clean, 165 pounds for the men, 115 wow. for the women. Uh, Bar-facing burpee, uh, thruster, bar-facing burpee. Wow, that's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. The original uh, programming for this was uh, nine seven five. They tested it; it's a little bit fast, what they wanted. So I flipped it five seven nine, and they were happy with that. 
Uh, Taylor, um, this is just a full blown sprint. This is, uh, like could be won or lost even in transitions. Um, it, it's a sprint. It's a sprint. I don't know that. I think for some guys it's full blown. Um, but I think the nature of the rep scheme means that you have to account for that finishing on a bigger set and it's fast, but it's managed. I think it's it's not like a 400 meter Fran sprint, but it's close to an 800 meter run, in intensity wise. And I think it's one of those workouts too that I mean we know I think in general in the sport a much closer critical eyes being placed on the judging and the athlete movement quality. So who can move at maximal speed and not get called for dropping the bar a little bit early on a power clean from the top or not get called for a soft lockout on the thruster when they're trying to sprint the last set of nine little, little things like that could end up mattering in this workout. I, I, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing where people are going to slow down at all. Where, where do you think people are going to slow down on the last two thrusters in, in the set of nine? The last, yeah, not the, I mean, I think people for sure will start to slow down on the round of nine bar face and burpee after the power cleans. I think you'll probably see some guys who maybe can't even hold on to the nine unbroken for the power cleans. Uh, if they go fast enough on the five and seven. Um, and I think you see some people who inevitably fail a thruster in the round of nine. No yeah, way. I look at does, that, no way you, does anyone break up the power cleans. No, you have to go so fast that you're going to be pushed to the point to where you may potentially fail. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, when I look at this workout, I look at the last 27 reps. Hmm. No one wants to go all out for nine, immediately pick the bar up, go unbroken for nine, and then drop and go really hard for nine more. So the last 27 reps, 18 burpees and the nine thrusters. I think that's maybe where you see all the separation of the whole workout. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of burpees and a lot of thrusters to do at the end of the workout. And you also have to remember, Sevon, go back to the leaderboard. Matt Fraser isn't on the leaderboard. I, I hear you, but 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 <laughs> I just can't see any of these guys showing up here and doing any uh, breaking up the power cleans at all. I think you'll I think you'll I think it'll be a or the testament girls. to the programming with how um how innocent this workout looks and how devastating it is when you see people do it. Oh, it's going to be, it's going <clears> to <throat> fucking destroy people. He, he, he was very proud to name this one Royal flush. And he put it at the second workout at the end of the day one on purpose. So and I think all the grip, no yeah. excuse, but to go for it because you know, you have the rest of the evening and all night to recover, to go again. And so you have nothing to hold back here. I also think, yeah, Brad in the comments, commented what i was thinking that's cumulative grip fatigue especially after the muscle ups from that first workout uh i i I guarantee you're gonna see people who don't do the nine power cleans all in one go no guaranteed let's make a bet on it fuck that you're rich i need some money (laughs) yeah fine three dollars oh fuck you hey i i i will um i will uh petition i will start a petition on change.org to push out any athlete out of the community who if the only place you're allowed to fail is on those last set of nine thrusters and, and I better see you fucking crumble like a snail and fall on the ground. <laughs> you know, at the bottom. I better see you just get smushed at the bottom, you ding dongs. Just push 165. Jared puts on this event for you and you're gonna set down a po- take a break on the power cleans. So you do, how many people do you think are going to break up the power cleans? Actually let go of the bar. 
Can we pull? Can we pull the leaderboard back up? The men's leaderboard. Oh, I'm so can, sorry. Someone's gonna get called out hard. I'm so sorry. I can, <laughs> I can speak more to the men than the women. I'm not gonna be able to speak to the women on this. But pull the men up. You think that's heavy enough for the women? One fifteen. Mm-hmm. No. Probably should be one twenty-five. I told you guys not to talk shit. He, they want him to go fast though. So it's like you know, if it's a <laughs> nice save Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a little lighter, they just go faster. I, I mean, I'm not, I really, I didn't look at it and was like, oh, it should have been 125. I'm just like, that yeah, could have been. Uh, oh, Su- oh, Susan's not there. Yeah, well, I'm waiting for you, man. Susan had to leave. <laughs> I'm like, where's the women? We just see Susan's. JR, how much thought have you given to realistic time on this? Mm, not a lot of thought to actually like counting it out, but I could. Let's do that, and then I'll and let's do that, and then I'll pull up the men's. Let's do that, and then I'll pull up the men's scores or the men's names. Anyone? Time. I'm counting. Brian, you think everyone will make the time cap on this? Yeah. yeah. It's not a matter of making the time cap. It's just a matter of how fast. Uh, uh, I would say four thirty. Hmm. Wins it? No, I don't think wins it. I don't know. I was just looking at it, and I think like probably a median time is four thirty for men. I think like three thirty, low threes wins it. That sounds fast to me, but may, but like yeah. I said, people are going to be are going to be going for it, and I do think that the, again, there's going to be a, a congregation of times. You know, half the guys within fifteen seconds or something. Where do you think that happens? Time domain. Four, yeah, f- I think like four fifteen to four forty five, probably. That's what I feel like. Median being under time four, is. and the worst yeah. ones being just over five, for the men at least. Can we pull? Uh, can we pull the leaderboard up? I would say to that three three thirty comment, just remember the field. Like I, I, I would, agree. I, I would say, I would say three thirty. I'm still confident in that. I would say, wouldn't you say the round of five and seven are done <laughs> in two minutes, <laughs> Taylor? The round of seven and five are done in two minutes. Are done in two minutes. Yes, but then I think so. Then you're the giving people, them another. Then you're giving them one thirty for the third. Round. I don't think, I think there's anyone wrong. in this field that's fit enough to do the round of five and seven in two minutes and not pay for it a little bit in the round of nine. Okay. Yeah, I think I think three thirty wins it around that. Faster time, men or women? Women, mm, women. I think so too. All right, so we got the men's field. Let me see. I think people who are going to break the last nine power cleans. I'm, I'm not going to name them, but I'm going to count <laughs> one. Just name them two. In his head, he's going, that person's a pussy. That person's a pussy. <laughs> Three, four, definitely four, but probably you think, six. You think Mitch McClune, <laughs> uh, Ethan Helbig. No, actually not him. Lo- Logan Ewing and Leo Franco. <laughs> i'm not gonna come to it i'm not gonna say it out loud bro um but i don't think ethan helbig will he's like 250 pounds he's just gonna just smash it 250 pounds. i don't think he's gonna smash it because I, I don't know what his fitness is like but i don't think he's gonna i don't think he's gonna need to break up the barbell i think if anything he'll just be slower on the burpees brian he's how many people guy. how many how guy, many brian. boys do you think are gonna uh have to um uh, stop the, the the power cleans are going to make it so they can't touch and go mm, two to four i think probably mitch dennis uh logan leo and jack rosemma potentially break it up maybe 
Peter Mason. I don't know enough about him on a barbell. I think Ethan Helbig doesn't break it up, and I don't think Tola breaks it up, but I don't know that Tola did really good at that snatch burpee box jump over workout, so I could see him winning this. I don't think Ethan has fast enough burpees to win it. I don't think Matt De- uh, Matt DeLugos is really I was going to say, so you, got, yeah. so, you yeah. got, so you got Tola won the 9.63, and then DeLugos, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, yeah, won, won it the next year. Yeah, they're both, I don't know, those are both good picks. Um, can you do it unbroken, Taylor? The power uh, planes? Yeah, I can do it unbroken. Uh, J- JR, who do you, who do you think is going to um, not going to have to split up the power cleans? Take a break, take a breath. I would also fucking pin the burpees. Just floor pedal to the metal. I really don't I, have a. I really don't. I have think a, that a lot. I think this workout can be won and lost on the burpees. Actually, especially one on the burpees. Laura Knowles want me to start an OnlyFans. Sorry, you're gonna have to pay for that. <laughs> no, I'm not Hiller, bro. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to pull. So even if you're doing burpees really, really fast, the time per repetition is still going to be a little longer than a fast power cleaner, fast thruster. And you have 42 burpees, 21 of each of the barbell movements. So the burpees are really, really important. So important. Uh, Tom, they have to step on the new YouTube update, made it impossible to navigate your channel page. Everything is buried in clips, vids, and no option to sort by release date. Very annoying. They're going to have to change that, right? I, yesterday when I had, uh, Aaron Cairo on, I was trying to um, organize videos by date and I couldn't, it's gotta be on there somewhere and we just can't spot it. That would be fucking insane if they, if they got rid of that option. This is from a guy who just did it. And I, I would, I would agree, but I, I do think, I don't think going singles on the, I think this means burpees are the crux as long as with the prerequisite strength. What do you think that looks like? You mean someone, someone doing the burpees slow or someone actually stopping? Yes. No, someone stepping up on the burpees and taking a breath before they go into the next rep versus jumping up with both feet and jumping over. Okay. Like, like a half a second to maybe even a second per repetition on the burpees. So they just went. So they just went really hard on the echo bike. They did a lot of step overs. I would keep an eye on the best finishers from the first workout and how they do on the second workout comparatively. Explain. Just recoverability. Okay. So if you have a lot of localized leg fatigue, and I know someone mentioned the grip, which I think is true, but I think this workout is going to be all like lactic in in the quads, and that's about it. And I, but I would also say, I think that there are going to be two people who don't do great in the muscle up workout, Tola and Matt. And I don't think that that has to do with why they're going to do so well in this event. They do well on it either way. I think they do well on it either way. Yeah. We will then go into Sunday where we will start event number three. See if I can do this. Uh, event number three. What time does this start? Do we know what time in the morning? Dude, you're the one who's streaming it. Oh. <laughs> I don't have the schedule up with me. Um, uh, every, uh, it's workout number three. It'll be Sunday morning. Uh, every minute and 30, every 90 seconds until failure or completion. 30 double unders, three snatches at 185, 125. 30 double unders, three snatches, 205, 135. 30 double unders. Three snatches, 225, 145. Both this competition starts at 10 a.m. Thank you, Brian. Uh, 30 double unders, 
So explain to me what's going on here. I'm not, I'm not following this work. It's a ladder. It's a ladder and it's basically a last man standing ladder. They're all going to have their own barbell three, two, one, go. You've got 90 seconds to do 30 double unders, then three snatches at 185 as a guy. And if then you whatever you have, and then whatever you have left over, you just stand around. You just chill. Then okay. at the you, next, well, not necessarily because you have to change your own weights. Yes. You change your own weights. Okay. At the oh. 90 second mark, you got another 30 dubs. And then after your 30 dubs, you got three snatches at 205. You just put the weight on. You finish that. You get to go to the next round, 30 dubs, 30 snatch, 225, three snatch, sorry, not 30. At the four and a half minute mark, then you've got 30 dubs, two snatches, weight increases. And you just keep going until you fail. Somebody fails to complete it within the 90 second time domain, they're out. Um, if you make it past the 265 bar, you get three minutes to keep snatching until you find a one rep. Wow. That's harder than, than I think that this workout, even for good snatchers, is a lot harder than a lot of people are going to read. Three. And Hiller did, Hiller hit 275 pretty easily, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, it So looks, he made it through this whole thing, Jerry? It, it looks smooth. Yeah, but I think he just, I don't think he worked up to a max. I think he just hit 275 and then he was done. So, so if you finish, if you get to the 30 double unders, one snatch steroids. At, at 265 and 170, um, you wait till the remainder of that 90, that 90 seconds is up. Yeah. And then yeah. another clock starts, a three minute clock starts. Okay. I'm digging it. And this is the workout you guys have been talking about that may be the one that jacks up the Z scores. Because of Tola. Because Z score and Tola. Because his snatch is such a massive outlier against any. What is his one rep? 340. Jesus. Is it really? Yeah. That's crazy. But can he do that under after under this fatigue? Well, and then you've got to. This is the thing. We never, you, you would never have had to before. He would have literally just had to beat the next best guy. No one in the field has ever, in this field, has ever snatched over 315. So you could just do 315 or 320, take the points and walk away. Now he has the incentive to go for it, especially, you know, Taylor and I disagree about how he's going to do in the first workout. Well, I say he has a chance to do well. We just said, don't know. And either way, if he doesn't do well, uh, then he's going to have to send it here. But regardless, why wouldn't he? So I think like I think Tudor's got a three hundred pound snatch. I know Delugos has hit three fifteen before, but who knows where they're at in their training right now? Um, yeah, I think that'll be a huge question. What the spread is going to be? People are going to assume he's going to win, but can someone get within fifteen to twenty pounds of him? And is maybe one of the people that we think are a contender that aren't going to snatch a ton of weight can they still be close to that median? Can they still be close to the average and not take 20 points on the first workout? Cause it'd be really hard to come back from that. Is most of the field recovered uh, from the first day? Yeah, I would say it's a pretty light training volume day for them. Um, mm. Intensity, intensity high, but volume low. Right. So uh, what would something like Tola's strategy be with three minutes left? He looks around, he, he tries to get two lifts in. Let me look here. So I think with three minutes, he's probably making three attempts. Yeah, three. I think this is right. And I, I actually think that he's in the first heat for that workout. Oh, so wow. he won't have, you know, at least to the field's advantage, he won't have any of the numbers coming in. You know, everyone. And uh, DeLugos, I think, is in his group also. Not 100% sure on that, but the, let, the schedule I'm looking at here. And if he snatches first, 
it's different than if he snatches last, I think. And and they were seeded based on their open performances. Uh, well, not necessarily because there were some late changes. So this the groups are just kind of what up. They're they're not, but they're not. Uh, no, I don't think they're even seeded. I think they're just random groups. Because the whole point is that everyone it's a uh, you're only seated for the final. Everyone gets one, two, and three, and you're just with the people that you're with. I would like a disclaimer from Brian F. That's you. Uh, that he works for a sponsor of the show he is commenting on. Who who's a sponsor of the show that he's commenting sure he's on? Comment. <laughs> a sponsor of what show he's commenting? What the fuck? I, how come I can't? I think fly? he's talking about Barbend, but Barbend isn't a sponsor of your show. Oh, but are they a sponsor of the Zealous Games? No, there's just their what their name is on there. I, Somebody I fucking wrench Jeff again. Back <laughs> <laughs> you mean just kick him to the curb? Yeah, fucking. Jeez. Oh, he says Barbend is is sponsoring the games. Good. No, they're I not. Oh, they're not. Uh, he has a COI. What's that mean? Conflict of interest. My goodness. Good. And then he's landed at the perfect home, the Sevon podcast. I want everyone to have a conflict of interest. Uh, the ladies, um, it, uh, 185 seems like a big opening weight, especially since you guys don't respect the women in this field. I think the women. 185? That is that's, not the the male, that's the male opening weight. Yeah, oh, I think okay. the women are probably have a stronger field here than the men. JR? I, I would agree with that. I would think it's uh, Christine's to lose. I, I would think she's the clear front runner in this workout. And Colin Brander is also going to do really well. Kira By the Kyra way, Milligan's um, a strong, strong athlete. The heats I was looking at were were incorrect. They were they are on Zelos Games Instagram. They've already announced the heats for workout one, and Tola and Delugas are in heat one for that, which means they're going to be in heat two, and then they will be the last to snatch on the snatch workout. I think uh, I bet Rose Scott, Christine Colin Brander, Kyra Milligan, and Andrea Nistler are probably top four in this workout, the snatch. Sounds fair. Uh, Paper Street Coffee. Uh, I, I guess Gabe's on an airplane right now. Is he going to Vegas? Is he coming out there? Um, he's a sponsor. Uh, I think he is coming out there. All orders at Paper Street Coffee, copy, Paper Street Coffee, P A P E R S T C O F F E E. Use code Sevon get twenty percent off between now and Thanksgiving. Uh, CrossFit Corey Rose Scott gonna do good for woman. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading that like Rose Scott gonna do good for women. That's she your, does. Uh, she has the second highest uh, snatch in the field behind Colin Brander. At which least is what? What is Colin Brander's? Two fifteen, two oh seven for Scott, two hundred for Nistler. Did Colin Brander beat Tia in some sort of snatch workout one year? Uh at the games the year they did the snatch event, both Colin Brander and Tola did a demo in the Coliseum. Uh-huh. And I they both snatched more than the winning weight was in the oh, actual competition. Well, she won the snatch at the Mac and they were both there. Oh, that's well, maybe that's what he's talking about. Wow. Okay. Well, that's fun. That's cool. 
I'm, I'm, I'm also hearing that um, the female tested the ring muscle at workout and got 40. Oh. Wow. Who? What female? Cannot oh divulge. Why? Because <laughs> I was That's asked to. Uh, JR, if you're coaching uh, Taylor, assuming he ever heals up and you were coaching him and give him to uh, advice, would you say to um, just take it really slow and maximize every 90 seconds so that basically at 80 seconds, you're finishing your third snatch, your last snatch, you gently go over, slap on the weights and, and, and just chill? I think, I think every athlete's a little bit different in the snatch comparatively to like the clean. And I think someone like Taylor, who's like, that's his best lift, that you don't try to overcoach it. You put the rope down, you take one breath. If you're ready, go. You don't try to say, hey, just wait 15 seconds, or I want you to do one snatch every 17 seconds and then walk back to the rope and do your 30 and then take a five-second break and get chalk. I don't think that's necessary. I think for some of the athletes, the, the easier barbells are just to get a little bit of a groove going. And then by the time they get to the 245, 255, they're in their rhythm and they know when to go. I want to disagree with Mike here. I don't think the double unders, I would disagree. I don't think the double unders are going to help athletes. I think maybe. Oh, to, but you didn't hear my story about when I did this workout, Taylor. <laughs> I'm, I mean, look, I, I've programmed the workout. I've programmed this. This is a spin. I actually talked to Keith on Instagram. This is a spin off of the 2012. Was it the 2012 snatch ladder where they did 20 double unders, a snatch, and they added weight. That's different than doing three snatches and having to change your own weights. There's the 30 double unders just take up time and add pressure, especially in a 90 second window when you got to change your own weights. I don't think it's helping athletes. I think it's going to put a lot of pressure on people who are average or not the best at snatching. Seven, I want to tell you about this now, even though it's not going to matter. And when it happens, you're going to forget that I told you this. Expect someone to start missing a snatch early, like a second or third round, someone misses a snatch and ends up crushing the workout. I think it's like, you know, as you're warming up, you'll see people improve their technique. So don't be shocked if someone that ends up clearing the ladder and having a good snatch misses an early one. So, so that's uh, good to hear that because that's a good segue into what I'm about to say here. Uh, you have to have a buffer because the snatch is such a technical lift. You can't time it to the last second. You, even if you're a great snatcher, you have to assume, hey, what if I miss one, right? It happened to both of us when we were when we were doing this workout. Obviously, we scaled the weights down to something that was reasonable, but we both missed us uh, what we thought would be a fairly routine rep. I think, and one of us in round two, one of us in round three. Who we? Who's we? My buddy and I that tested this workout, and um, and then went on to hit you know, clear the rest of the sna snatches without any incident. Uh, does anyone go touch and go? Uh, may, I mean, there's no couple, need. Only if they're showing first off. First yeah, couple you're, rounds. Yeah, you're not banking any time, so it really doesn't help you. And does it add to fatigue? I think it, it gets your heart, your heart rate, rate up. up. Yeah, yeah, unnecessarily. So I bet you someone does it, but there's no need to do it. They're just laying their fucking dong out for no reason. And I bet whoever does go touch, I don't know, maybe. I'm no I mean, judgment. The thing is, that, like, we don't really understand how easy three 185 snatches are for someone like Tola. true uh okay uh anyone anything else want to say about workout number three i'm always excited to go to the next one this one was brought to you by grip bishop barbell ace of spades bye bye
Workout four. Final workout. Uh, there's a good chance here the boys are. This is, uh, a, oh, this is an old version of this workout, by the way. Can you zoom in? Oh, this is not what's going to happen? This one, no. They, they, we've made a change since this was posted. And what was the change? Can we? The wall balls don't have to be unbroken. And is it still 35 reps? I think so. Hmm. It's on their Instagram for sure. JR? Ask your. Uh, I think the the unbroken requirement would have been really cool. I have a feeling that, and Brian maybe can speak to us, that would probably become a judge athlete communication issue if there was a no rep given. Then did they just go to 36 and 37 and 38? Uh, I, think the, I think it would have been cool twist. So, yeah, we really wanted to include some unbroken element of this workout. We talked about doing it with some of the gymnastics. We talked about the wall balls. We talked about with different rep schemes. Um, we ultimately decided not to because of the online component of the workout. So that, you know, much in the nature of the wall ball, um, what was it? The wall ball ladder, the death by wall ball and the masters were like, if you did 10, you know, 10 reps in round one, but you actually did nine and one was a clear no rep. Did you ever actually advance through right. the round? So we didn't want to have any. Yeah, that makes sense for the online. Like that yeah. online. And because the live scores count for the online, we have to do the same workout. Uh, the name of the workout is Full House, presented by Reebok and Go Ruck. It's four time, 150 foot handstand walk in 25 foot sections. Meaning, if you fall down, you go back to the last 25 foot section. It has 25 across, turn around 25 back. So, yeah, if you don't make it across, you have to go back to the start of whatever that segment was. Uh, 50 40 cal on the rower, 35 wall balls uh 20 pounds and 14 pounds to 10 foot target 50 chest to bar pull-ups 10 devil press with 70 pound and 50 pound dumbbells maybe performed as clean and jerk 50 toes to bar oh i like this 35 wall balls same weight finish uh then the rower and then another 150 feet uh handstand walk wow this is savage 22 minute time cap and the really uh cool thing about this because you know we've talked about the process for organizing athletes through the first three workouts we reseed them for the final so you'll have the bottom four middle four and top four going in that order for both the men and the women so it's the first time that the top competitors are competing against each other whereas in most competitions the top competitors are competing against each other for days at a row this and you usually wouldn't have a long workout at the end so this is an opportunity to see the best go against each other over a long period of time in one workout to finish out the competition. James Spriggs tears, James Spriggs tears this up, right? Hmm. There's a lot of gymnastics. I don't know. How's Tola do? I don't think he beats anyone by three minutes in it. Not everyone, but I, but I think there, there you will easily see a three-minute spread on this work. Oh, for sure. But I don't think he beats the next closest competitor yeah. by three minutes. You think people get time-capped on this? What's the time-cap? I'm pretty sure it's 22, yeah. Mm, let me look through and it. So, uh, two, six, seven. Tudor made lap, folks, on the handstand walk. <laughs> Mike Alpin. Yeah, and like uh, to Mike's point, if you if you just play with the order of movements a little bit, and let's say you put like a five devil press to start and five devil press to end, but you put the three hundred foot handstand walk in the middle, then maybe you can have some separation that Tudor could.
could create, but mm-hmm. because everyone's starting fresh with the 150 and everyone's doing the 150 at the end when everyone's relatively as tired, mm-hmm. there isn't going to be as much opportunity for him to yeah. separate there. I agree. I, I'm, I'm looking at it and I think like around 17 or maybe a little bit faster wins. Um, and then I'm sure there will be guys that time cap. Can we go to the guys? Yeah. I don't, I just don't know enough about women to know how they'll do with the time domain. I definitely think men in this field will time cap without a doubt. Dennis wins this one too. <laughs> he will not even come close. He has the body for it, Taylor. He has the body body for it. Yes. You know, even though the the wall balls isn't a mandatory requirement for 35, the fact that it is still 35 will encourage people to just go ahead and do it unbroken. I I, I don't think many people are going to break it. Well, Ryan, do you know, just from a number standpoint, why it reads that way? We had a, I think that the original had also had 50 wall balls on both sides. And then we, and then we, we were going to do it as the unbroken, so we dropped it down to 35. We tested it at 30 and 40, settled at 35. And then we, uh, when we decided to take it away, we decided to leave it for the same reason that JR just said, just okay. to see, just to tempt you. Because 50, probably everyone's doing two, maybe three mm-hmm. sets, setting okay. themselves up. 35, you could do it in one for sure, especially on the way out. But are you going to get to 30 chest bars and wish that you'd taken a break? Uh, we'll see the chest of bars by the best guys in two sets. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think so. I don't. I, I don't think so. I think that. I think three sets will be just fine here for the best. I think the more important question is: Can you do the toes to bar in three sets after the double press? I don't I, think. I think those are. Well. I think those are more important than the chest of bar. I also wonder why Brian. Could you answer why they're allowing them to perform it as a clean and jerk? Uh, I think this was more, more, I think they would have not done that if it was only the live competition, but it was more to make it just a little more accessible for a bigger population online. Wait, isn't a devil's press just a, a a burpee with dumbbells and a snatch overhead, but, but usually, usually would say that you have to drive it to overhead in one continuous motion. He's saying that you can get him here and go overhead. And we also tested it both ways and definitely easier with the clean and jerk. And I think almost everyone will do that. There are a lot of people. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That sounds I don't know way that smarter s- for judging. Way smarter for judging. Yeah, smarter for judging. I don't know that I would consider it. Uh, it depends. I don't know that I would consider it necessarily easier, depending. Felt a lot easier. <laughs> Maybe that's you just- did all these workouts, Brian? All four of these? No, I, the only one I didn't do was the 579. Gotcha. <laughs> I made the other guy do that. <laughs> Uh, who, who do you think is going to win this guys? Uh, we'll start with the women. Andrea, Andrea Nissler. Yeah, no doubt. I think that's who I picked also in the article that I wrote previewing it. And I think, you know, I think whenever you see chunk gymnastics, so like sets of 50 would be chunk. And whenever you see chunk calories, Females tend to be able to separate a lot more comparatively to the men. And someone like Andrea, who can probably row most male paces, I think she'll be able to separate even on the machine. Uh, do you think she's going to win the whole thing, Jer? I think so. Taylor? I agree. She just came into town, clean up some money, and leave. There's nothing – I mean, the, the these workouts are a little bit – 
uh, like there's enough variety here that you'll definitely see athletes who do well on one or two of them and struggle on one of them and middle pack on the other one. She, I don't think she's going to struggle on any of the workouts. So she's probably going to be top four, maybe five at worst on all five on all four, four of them, which should be enough to win. Uh, what, what is she doing next year? Has she, do we know? <sighs> no, I've heard, I've heard a couple conversations, but ever since they announced the team, uh, the new team rules. I've heard so many different possibilities for so many athletes in the world that it's. I'm just not going to count anything until they they sign up. All right. Uh, but a lot of a lot of people are having conversations because the, the <clears throat> options are a lot more open than they were, you know, six weeks ago. Explain why. Because you don't have to live there starting on a certain date and log a certain number of hours and training receipts and everything else. You can just show up and do the workouts on the opening quarterfinals, and you're good. Are we going to do? Are we doing a show before we ch- pick the men here? Are we? Are you and Halpin and Young and myself and Tyler doing a show to review the last Hopper uh, email? That was fun. That last time we did that, just break it down line by line. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to do that, but uh, I don't know when we're going to do it because <laughs> pretty busy the next three days. Well, and, and that's just part one of a, of them notifying basically the road to the games, right? The method that athletes have to. Uh, the protocol for getting to the games for that. The original one that we did that for, um, you know, a month or so ago was probably part one. This is like a addition to that, but then there's still more to come. So, you know, we could also just wait and see because there's a ton of questions that are unanswered like this. The thing about this email that was, I don't want to say upsetting, but you know, frustrating is that it just created more questions than answers. Like they gave us a little bit, but then, uh, as we see by, by people talking about it, there's a lot more that we want to know now. And there's a lot more speculation about if ifs when we don't have any facts. And this came out three days ago? Yesterday, I think. Okay. Uh, for the dudes. Mr. James. I'd be surprised if anyone beats him in this. Taylor doesn't respect the James Sprague. No, I, I think it's probably between James and, and Matt Lugos. I picked Tudor in my article for this workout. Um, but uh, as I talked about a, you know, a couple of days ago, it's just a huge wild card. You know, looked really good at the semifinals, looked really bad at the games. Uh, so kind of banking on him looking good here. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see that too, because at the semifinals, he was able to you know, to dazzle the crowd and, and everyone on his speed and handstand walk. And we saw in that workout with 400 feet, that speed really did matter and it can make up time on the wall balls and the ski cows. So in that type of live atmosphere with the long test, this one's much different. I think this is a lot more aerobically demanding. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see if he can log another good performance on a longer workout. That's maybe not as heavily leaning on the handstand walk. Uh, Halpin had a comment here. Uh, there may be a, a Lauren Khalil bottom line tomorrow. I think that's in reference to getting some clarification on the hopper. I do know that, uh, talking elite fitness guys got to talk to, um, uh, Dave Eubanks and chase also spoke to him. Did you watch both of those, Brian? I haven't. I'll probably listen to them tomorrow while traveling. You're going to Vegas tomorrow. Yeah. 
Um, y- y- oh, a gentleman named Yannis. Yannis. Brian and Taylor look like two hot gay dudes with those with those mo's. What Thank are mo's? You. Thank you. What are mo- mohawks? Mo's? Oh, mustaches. Respect. Okay. Uh, Jeremy. Uh, uh, Jeremy World is choosing Colton Mertens. Colton would have done well on some of these workouts for sure. I think he's going to do it online, so we'll see. We'll see uh, if he can win one or two of them. Uh, so, so basically, the way this works is these these twenty four athletes are going to do these workout workouts on Saturday and Sunday. They're going to put up their scores. They're capable of redoing them again, right? I believe so. There's, uh, I can't remember if there are windows that some of them have to be done by. So let, let me uh, go back a second. So when I said uh, Andrea Nistler was just coming, win the money, and go home, there's actually no money to be won this weekend. I think it's a thousand bucks. I not? think there, you can win money in the live, and you can also win money online. Okay, but the big money's online. So basically, everyone who watches this can then go do these workouts, can register for the Zealous Games, do these workouts as many times as they want, and try to beat their scores. And uh, whoever's at the top of the heap gets the loot. Yep. I understand it correctly. All right. This is going to be exciting. Uh, any any final uh, words for you guys? Any any thoughts, comments? It's a different format. It's, you know, it's we we rarely see four workout competitions for when high When you say level. rarely, you mean never. No, we saw for last chance qualifier, but oh. we never get to see a competition actually take place before our eyes in a four workout test. So, you know, there can be big big opportunities for point swings, especially with the scoring system and a small number of events. So it should make it exciting. I think that the nature of how the workouts are designed, it is uh, like you'll see people that will go for it in each workout, even the short compared to the long, the heavy compared to the, you know, the cyclical, and uh, all of those things come back you know, combined together, great opportunity for the athletes who were able to make it to Vegas to do this. And, uh, I think probably going to be a pretty exciting weekend. I'm pumped for it. Uh, any final thoughts, Taylor? No, I like the workouts. I'm excited. Um, it'd be fun to watch. Are you, are you depressed? You're not there. (laughs) No, I'm not depressed. I'm not there. Okay. What are you depressed about? (laughs) Uh, Mr. Howell, uh, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think the workouts are really well-rounded. I think it's really difficult to do that with a four-workout competition. But it looks like these are really well-balanced. So I'm interested to see on the last day, by the last workout, kind of where everyone's at. And you used the Z-score at the um, last event you put on, the uh, Crash Crucible? We did. Uh, and are, would you use it again? Yeah. Are you going to use it again? We'll see. All right. Uh, Brian, were you happy with the Z-score at the Crash Crucible? For the most part, yeah, I think that that you know the the really the cool thing about it is, you know, I've mentioned before, you can apply it backwards, but you need to do it. You like you need to try it out, and they definitely learned one or two things uh, doing it at Crash that you couldn't have learned if you didn't do it. Um, oh, so so it was I, nice I, of I Jr. to use here. it as as a sort of a test for uh, Tyler. Then yeah, to it wasn't it. even. I think it was a it was more of like a learning because it it's. Basically, what we learned is that, you know, the, the programmer needs to be conscious of the scoring system, and this should always be the case. And then because it's a new scoring system, there's some elements of it that we maybe didn't didn't predict. And we've tried to think, to think about a lot of different uh, elements. The fallout of that is that Tyler's had 
you know, more thoughtful and high level conversations with people who are taking an interest in this. And so instead of being, you know, it's for most of the time, it's just been him. And I've tried to help him out with ideas relative to workouts, but on the math side of things, I don't have the same capacity that he does, but he's met some people who do Alexis Johnson being one of them. And he's been, you know, I think making some improvements since then. I think that like you mentioned earlier, this, this style of competition, small workouts, small field, is going to be another opportunity for him to learn and evaluate and say, is this an appropriate spot to use Z-score with such few workouts and so few athletes? Uh, JR has been, uh, his Instagram account has been suspended, which is just bizarre. There's, there's like, I mean, he posts pictures of people doing pull-ups and doing skier. Maybe they thought the skier was like someone jerking two people off or something. Maybe it was that uh, double yep. overhead, kettlebell overhead squat from Taylor that he posted the other day. It's the most yeah. G-rated, uh, very, pro- very provocative. It's the most G-rated Instagram account. You can ever. see the outline of my penis in that picture. Everybody in the comments, don't go look at it. You hey, can't. Uh, you, you can't look at it. Someone oh, sent me. It's gone. <laughs> you, you, you can't. You can't pull up the page. My go. helmet is gone forever. Someone sent me a video. Uh, I wonder if I saved it. It's uh, Jason Hopper blacking out. Oh. Have you yeah, guys seen this? That. Oh, he did post that. It's from my that's from my surveillance. Uh, is it is it on Jason? Is it on Hopper's uh, Instagram account? No, I think it was it might have been a story. story. Yeah, yeah. Was that the most recent Jason Hopper thirst trap? Uh, ha- has that ever happened to you guys? Any of you guys? I've never fallen down, but I've had to grab the bar and like support yeah. myself. Only on front squat too, which is what I think he was doing. Me too, front squat. I think it's just the way it puts pressure on where all that blood fucking goes into your joint, you know, to, to be uh scientific. I think, I, I, think <laughs> I think people I think you vagal down like you bear down. That's called a vagal. And I think that you should not be doing that. And when you vagal, that's when you that's when blood pressure drops. It doesn't have to do, I don't think, with blood flow. With What's the thing in the back of your throat called? <laughs> the thing that the uvula? <laughs> My best friend was in town and he told me a joke about a uvula. Let's hear it. No, I, you, uh, I can't repeat it. Sorry. Uh, vagal maneuvers are te- techniques to increase vaginal parasympathetic tone in an attempt to diagnose and treat various arrhythmias. They're often utilized first in an effort to abort episodes of stable, stable supraventricular. Yeah, SV- okay. SVT. Yeah, tachycardia is very fast. <laughs> yeah, all tachycardia is. So the Valsalva maneuver oh. is one of those. Bearing uh, down yeah, like you have a bowel down. movement. Oh, Correct. shit. So when you, you do that, when you do that, it'll make you feel really lightheaded if you do it for too long. So I think a lot of times when people brace to squat like that, they're actually bearing down as opposed to tightening. Won't that give what do you, you mean by bearing Won't down? Won't that give you hemorrhoids? Can you, can you articulate that more? Like just like pushing down in their, in their abdomen? Like, like, you're trying to take like, a shit. like you're having a bowel movement. Like you're taking a shit. Like they're pushing, they're pushing the musculature downward. Got it. Like Not what out. Nick Matthews did in the sandbag uh, event. Did he, he actually shit himself? He shat a pellet. Yeah. No way. I've done that deadlifting. He shat a pellet. A little. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, than, types of types of vagal maneuvers, uh, bearing down like you're having a bowel movement. Oh, I like it. And they even put the word pooping in there for people like Taylor and myself. Uh, what's diving reflex? What's that? 
I don't know. Has to do uh, with your uvula. God, I love that word now. Is that what makes you have a gag reflex? Yeah, if something tickles your uvula. <laughs> so, th- so there's a reason why you'd want to do that. Why would you want to do that, Jr.? Why would you want to do a vagal maneuver? I mean, to brace. You're, you're bracing your midline. It's it, like some people. That's how they brace. I can do it without the shitting piece. <laughs> then you probably know how to properly brace. Yeah, that's the point. I think I think people. Um, it's just like when women give birth, right? And they're told to push, but oftentimes they'll defecate. It's because the two feel the. It's, the, it's because the two feel the same. Right? Don't use that word, bro. <laughs> <There Defecate. you go. laughs> All right, Brian's getting pissed. Can we move on? We've got to stop talking about shit and babies. Push a baby out, and you'll know. Uh, you have to talk to Taylor like he's a fifth grader. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, do we have a show tomorrow night? Uh, pre-show? Oh, okay. So I will tell you this. Tomorrow night we will be doing a camera test. We will go live with it. Uh, Sousa will get there. Uh, we'll set up some cameras, and we will do a live test from the venue tomorrow. There's, It's not a time. It'll just pop on. Uh, there's a chance we'll get to see Brian there and some of the athletes there, and we'll roam around and be doing some tests. We'll be doing it live. We'll take questions from you guys in the comments uh, as uh, – Susa walks around and tests out the cameras and the audio. And then Saturday morning, we'll basically be up and running from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time till it's over, which is about 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and the same thing on Sunday. I'm excited for all of you guys to uh, be here. Watch us try to pull this thing off. Uh, and, and thanks, everyone, for their support. Anything else, boys? Gentlemen? Nope. Guys? Bye-bye.